people on social media who saw the story, because at that time I said, you know what? No matter what, I need to at least reach others. I need to share what people can do and keep themselves safe because I don't want anybody else going through what I'm going through right now. So I pushed past the pain that I was experiencing to go on the different world news and all the other stations and Tamron Hall shows to share the testimony of what we went through and how God can still bring you out of what you're dealing with. You still got to go through your journey, but I kept calling a healing journey to wholeness as opposed to my immense broken moment. I kept saying I'm on my healing journey to wholeness. I gotta go through this journey and deal with the pain because pain is not the enemy. Pain is simply a reminder that something is broken, something is wrong, and we need to deal with this so that we can walk in total healing. So that led me to Royal Clarity View. As I looked at the journey and I- You're listening to Powerful, a podcast that will provide you with solutions to ignite your superpowers, identify your limiting habits, and help you be more authentic. Hi, I'm your host, Bridget Brown Jackson. The episodes are cultivated with you in mind and teach us how to be intentionally powerful. It is declared that you are ordained for it. Welcome, welcome, Powerful, to another episode of Powerful. Listen, you know I'm always saying I'm excited. I'm really, really excited. I have a special guest. She happens to be so near and dear to my heart. And you will find out after you just spend this podcast episode with her. Listen, she's a powerful, powerful woman of God has greatness all inside and out of her, has spent the past 20 years being a professional and helping young people pouring into their lives. She's also an author, a multi-time author, a coach, and most of all, she is, again, a woman of God. Now, we're going to talk about this in just a moment. We're going to come back to that. But right now, I need you to get prepared. So you know what I need you to do? I need you to get your paper, get your pencil, because there's going to be some nuggets dropped and you don't want to miss them. And you happen to be listening for the very first time and you've never liked, shared, or subscribed, please make sure you do that too as well. We're going to get into this. Give me one moment. The journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. Hey lady, so you've had success. You got it going on, but you still know there's something missing. You know so much more, you want so much more. So stop. Get the help and the support that you need. Stop thinking about it and just be about it. You tried it your way. Now get a coach. Go to simplytomorrow.com. That's simplytomorrow.com. All right. I got my girl in the house, Latrice Rice. Yes. I didn't tell y'all her name, but if you've seen the jacket cover, you already knew if you saw the preview. All right. So let's get into this. Latrice, please tell the people about you. Unpack that a little bit more. Tell it a little bit, but it's only a little bit of what you've done over your vast years of being a mighty, mighty mouthpiece for God. Wow. Wow. I'm so honored to be here. You know, I love you dearly. Uh, listen, let me tell you a little bit about little Latresa. <laughs> I remember being young and my, my mom died when I was seven years old. Um, my dad died in 2011 and several people consistently died that I was close to. So I remember that process of dealing with loss. And over the years, I had the grandmother that raised me. She actually passed in 2020. And five, like a month after she passed, my husband, we were married for only five months. 
but he passed from COVID-19. So over my life, I've dealt with loss on top of loss on top of loss. And one of the stable things that God revealed to me in my process is I've always been writing. I used to write in a journal and I'll I'll give you a funny story about that. My sister and I got into this uh, big fight at home when we were kids, right? And my grandmother said, everything you want to say about that person, you write it down and I'm going to put you all across from each other and you're going to read what you wrote. And I'm like, oh, you know, as a kid, you get to say all all of what you want to say. I'm like, okay, I got all these words in here. That wasn't so nice. (laughs) All these words in here. And we sat across from each other. And before we began reading from the paper, my grandmother said, whatever negative word you wrote, you have to say the exact opposite. So I remember reading my letter to my sister and I'm like, I love you and you are the best thing that ever happened to me. <laughs> and all of the tears, but the amount of power that was in releasing that I, is unmatched. And also the power and saying, you had to actually think about what is the opposite of this word and saying that to the other person and and seeing their reaction from hearing the positive words that were spoken, despite if they knew, you know, despite if she knew what was actually written, (laughs) but hearing the opposite was amazing. And so for me, writing is essential to experiencing clarity and healing and freedom. And that's all, that's just an aspect. God is the one that brings healing. But he does give us natural tools that we can use in our process to walk out the authority that he's given us over our situations. Ooh, I love that you said to walk out the process. Now, tell them about your business. And and so today I'm kind of I'm honoring you a little bit. So I have on my shirt that says the royal court. Uh, I'm a part of a mastermind uh, group. And we're our team. We have colored teams. And my team was purple. And this was the design that they decided to do. Now, I loved it because my brand is purple and gold. And that's what this team was. So I knew God had planted me there for a reason. But I said, let me put on something. That's what I put on. Put on my royalty. So a little bit about like, okay, where you're at now. You talked about some of those things. You talked about the writing. But unpack what that led you to do right now in your business. Wow. Wow. Well, I'll tell you one thing I decided I stopped writing after the loss of my husband, because again, we met and we had, we met on social media. He slid in my DMs, right? So we met on social media. He slid in my DMs. Wait, wait, we got to pause there for a minute for the people that do them DM stuff. See, it do work sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes it do, right? Uh, So he slid in my DMs. I did not know him personally. Uh, we have one mutual friend in common, and I do not know that mutual friend personally. So um, according to him, I commented on someone's page, uh, the mutual friend's page, and that's when he came into my DMs. Um, he lived in Columbia, South Carolina. I live in Michigan at that time, Detroit, Michigan, right? So it was a long distance courtship. But the more we got to know each other, the closer things uh, we became. And uh, that's how we winded up getting married in 2019. So 2019, we get married. 
he comes from Columbia, South Carolina to Michigan to live here so we can start our new life together. And in that process, in February of 2020, my grandmother passes. And this is the grandmother who I was extremely close to. She's the one that raised my siblings and I after my mom passed when I was seven years old, dealing with complications with AIDS. And I remember the, the fact that my mom, she was anemic before she contracted that virus or whatever, and she only lived with it for a few months. Uh, I remember the pain and the stress of that loss, the loss of my grandmother. And then a month later, here comes COVID-19. Now, COVID-19, I call it the greatest trespasser. <laughs> it just showed up and wrecked havoc everywhere it went. Right. And we do have some people. I'm not going to act like people are no longer getting COVID because it is still an issue. However, that was the hardest period of my life. We both were sick and I didn't know what we were dealing with. When my husband contracted the virus, he was I was not able to go to the hospital with him. The hospital beds were full. They had to transport him from uh, the hospital in Detroit to Pontiac. So he goes to the Pontiac Hospital because that's where they have beds available. And while he's there, he loses his phone. The doctor that was working with him allowed him to FaceTime me whenever he wanted to talk to me using her phone, her personal cell phone. And that I, I will always cherish the, the love of those who work in the medical field for their patients. She really blessed me during that time. So then my husband passes and I'm dealing with double loss. I remember being so depressed that in my room, I kept the blackout curtains up. All the obituaries from my grandmother and my husband were in the same room. All of my grandmother things were in the same room and his things. And I remember not wanting to get out of bed. But in that same process, I kept speaking the opposite of what I was feeling. Because how many of you know when you're really low, sometimes it's hard to pray. And at that moment, I started listening to devotionals about renewing my mind and all of that. And that's this is where mindset coaching comes in because sometimes you're dealing with pain that's so immense that if you don't deal with the mind, you'll stay in that position. You'll stay broken. So God helped me through those different stages. And there's also people who he placed in my life. My bishop and my pastor were instrumental in that process. My, uh, my sisters, because sometimes we go through loss and we lose a loved one. We start pushing people away. However, that's the time you really need to embrace those who are really in your corner. And you you can recognize there are signs that you can recognize who's really in your corner during that time. So during that time of loss, I received uh, inbox messages from people. Hey, um, your husband was only 39 years old. Did he have any underlying conditions? For me, that was the rudest thing ever because I was already dealing with that loss. So I knew that's not somebody in my corner, right? <laughs> so then there were other people who said, you know what, sis? And I, this is one of my sisters. She said, sis, I know you're ill, but I'm going to come over to your house and drop groceries off. Sis, I know you're not feeling too well. I'm going to come over and put my chair she put her chair outside my door and we had a conversation. I, I sat, uh, I want to say maybe about three or four feet away from the door so that she can talk to me. And we just had a conversation through the screen because that is how people poured love. I, my, when my husband passed at that time, he did not, he just received a full-time position, but he didn't start it yet. Because keep in mind, he came here from Columbia, South Carolina. So the 
uh, life insurance policies and things that he had did not take effect because he hadn't started the position. He just got the acceptance letter. So here we go. People on social media who saw the story, because at that time I said, you know what, no matter what, I need to at least reach others. I need to share what people can do to keep themselves safe because I don't want anybody else going through what I'm going through right now. So I pushed past the pain that I was experiencing to go on the different world news and all the other stations and Tamron Hall shows to share the testimony of what we went through and how God can still bring you out of what you're dealing with. You still got to go through your journey, but I kept calling a healing journey to wholeness as opposed to my immense broken moment. I kept saying I'm on my healing journey to wholeness. I got to go through this journey and deal with the pain because pain is not the enemy. Pain is simply a reminder that something is broken, something is wrong, and we need to deal with this so that we can walk in total healing. So that led me to royal clarity view. As I looked at the journey and I prayed about it, when I became a coach, I thought I was going to be a public speaking coach. (laughs) That was my mindset. I said, okay, God, you're calling me to this realm of coaching. I'm definitely going to be a public speaking coach. I am ready for the mission, right? And as I'm in this coaching, Chase Great University is where I went to get the training and coaching. So as I'm in this coaching space, I heard from my coach that what you've been called from is what you're being called to. And I said, caught from that's loss. Like, wait a minute, Lord. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> but what I realized as he continued to reveal to me my purpose, I said, okay, when we lose someone really near and dear to us, especially when you were praying for them. I remember anointing my husband with oil and praying for him, his healing. And sometimes I felt like God had forgotten about me. I felt like maybe he was angry with me or something. Like, why are you not hearing my prayer? But one of the things that God said to me in my prayer time is, was I supposed to only answer your prayer or also listen to his? Because sometimes Our loved one may be going through something so intense that they simply want to go home and be with the Lord, but we want them to stay here. And God loves all his children. And you've been praying for healing, but what if healing manifested in a different way than you expected? Does that mean it did not occur or does that simply mean you didn't get your way? And so I had to confront myself on that. I said, okay, Lord, I need you to help me through this. I need you to help me see things through your lens. And this is where getting a clear view comes into place. The royalty component of it, we have to realize that we are royalty first. If you are a child of the king and he is the king of kings, that means that you are royalty, which means you walk in a position of authority. So no matter what you're dealing with, you can decree some things. And when you're writing things out, when you think about when the king writes something is written, that settles it. So I was writing things out during that time. I was declaring things in the mirror during that time. And there are other things that I was doing to exercise the authority that God has given me as royalty. And as royalty, and we're getting a clear view in the midst of writing, now we're able to shine and help somebody else. So this is where Royal Clarity View is coming from. It is not only a mindset coaching program uh, organization where I have two different programs for it, but it's also a private practice where I provide clinical therapy services. 
Okay, because because that's that's what you do too as well. So the people understand that it's not just you. Some things that you read in a book and you got these theories out here. You went to school to learn the yeah. background and all of that stuff with the theoretical stuff, but then you have the life application to be able to speak on it. Absolutely. That's so that's the part. So powerful. So listen, Latrice. So most of my uh, listeners are uh, women between the ages of about 40 and 55, 60 years old, right? But I do have some younger than that, as well as I have a few good men uh, that constantly listen to the podcast, right? Um, And so I want to just say to that powerful person, whether you're the woman that's listening right now, whether you're the man that's listening right now, this is what I was talking about. You see what I was saying? That's why I say she's dear to my heart. Because every time I have a struggle that I'm going through in life, I go back to 2020. When you were on Facebook ministering to people in your social media posts and you were just telling your story, you know, your intent was release it. You were just letting some things go. You were just sharing some of the stuff. But because of the people that knew what you had gone through, oh, it was definitely ministry because we could see if you could hold your head up, if you could draw yourself out of the bed for a moment to come on and to say this and to say it in a positive way and say, okay, this has happened to me. I got tragedy, but look at this. Like the Job. I just taught a Bible class recently about Job. Like you had the Job thing, but it's like, okay, but I'm going to see the faithfulness of God. And so I love that. You talked about something else. And this is what I want to unpack this because one of our recent podcasts, I talked about the imagination. Imagining all that God has for us. And for my coaching practice, I teach my clients about, well, I guess I do it on here. I've done several podcasts about it too. The soul, uh, our our soul, a lot of people try to you know compartmentalize it like it's not a whole lot. And I say it's five, five parts of it. It's our, I call it the winnie, our will, our intellect, our memory, our imagination, and our emotions. And so I was talking about that imagination on the last podcast. I want to bring that out a little bit because you were talking about all of the stuff and being able to write and to write it down. And as we were writing, you said to see as God sees and not to see it from our lens. Unpack that a little bit more and let the people know how powerful is that pen in our imagination? Wow. It's extremely powerful. The first thing you got to deal with where you are. A lot of times we want to jump straight into seeing it through God's lens. But when I was super broken, I couldn't see it through his lens. I was hurt. And so I needed to be real with God. He already knows. I had a moment where I was angry with God. I was like, hold you up. I was upset with him. But how many of you know that sometimes we're upset? We have moments where we're upset with our natural parents. That doesn't mean we completely separate ourselves from the natural parent. We deal with it in an appropriate way. We still honor and respect them, even when we're upset about a decision or something that they may have done. So if I see God as my father, then it's okay. He can handle my emotions. (laughs) Parents can handle your emotions. So I had to be real with God with how I was feeling. And and during my prayer time, he was being real with me. (laughs) But when I'm talking about writing, the first step for me, because I did not want to write again, I had already published Gate to Life, You Choose a Life You Shall Experience. And I had already published a Fruit Circle, Essentials Fruit for Daily Living. But after that, those two major losses, I said, these are my biggest supporters. They're gone. 
I, I lost the zeal to write. And for me, when I was making the Facebook post, I would actually try my hardest to see what was an ounce, like one ounce of light. Because see, when you think about at night, if there is a light on that cell phone or there's a light on the charger, it will illuminate. All right. All right. Powerful. I told you she was amazing. She's one of the people that I go to for my go to when I need to center myself because things are going on. So as this podcast is called Pain is Not the Enemy We had to break this one up into two parts. We've never done that before. So I hate to cut you off. I know it's a little cliffhanger, but I need you to come back next week and listen in as my special guest, Latresa Rice, national speaker, amazing, amazing author, writer, that she's going to come back and unpack that because what you are called to do literally more than likely comes from where you have come from. So we're going to finish this. It's not the end, but I just want you to know that you have the ability to do some amazing and powerful things. Listen, 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 my sister. And I know I say my sister, but we have a few faithful brothers that are listening too. So whoever you are listening to this, I need you to make sure you make a date, Come back next week so we can finish unpacking this for my special guest, Latresa Rice. Again, lost her mom at the age of seven. Her dad in 2011. Her grandmother who raised her in February of 2020. And then immediately after that, lost her husband of only five months. But she put that energy into working and doing some amazing, amazing things, not just for herself, for other people. So come on back. We're going to talk about that royal clarity view. All right. All right. So if you have not liked, shared and subscribed, I need you to make sure you do that. So go to the show notes. It's right. All you have to do is click the links. You don't even have to remember, but you can go to my website, BridgetBrownJackson.com forward slash podcast and get all of our podcast information. Thank you so much for being with us. You know, I love to say and acknowledge you. You could be doing anything right now, but you chose to listen to this podcast. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for investing in yourself. And you know how I like to end. Coach me and I learn. Challenge me and I grow. Believe in me and I win. You are a winner. Attention career women, are you feeling stuck in your current situation and not where you want to be in life? Don't give up. It's time to reinvent yourself and take control of your destiny with Exponential Ventures. We offer innovative programs that will change your habits and transform your life. We will guide you every step of the way using decades of experience to help you reach your full potential and reach your goals. Remember, quitting is not an option, but growth and success are. Join Exponential Ventures today and become the best version of yourself. Let's do it together. Go to simplytomorrow.com.